Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Oh, there it is. Today's gospel. That's it. the clearest expression of our faith. It's the clearest reason for why we are here. It's the clearest revelation of who God is. He is the still point upon which the universe turns that he sustains with his love. God so loved you that he gave his only son for you. So you may believe and you may have eternal life. Eternal life. So how do you hear this? <laughs> how do we hear it? Ah, yeah, yeah, I've heard this before. I've been around the church stuff. Yeah, maybe God loves everybody, but I'm not sure he loves me. I have issues. Or 
Oh my. Could this be true? Could it be? Friends, knowing God's love is knowing God. And it comes through meeting a person. The Trinity is a trinity of persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The lover, the beloved, and the loving. The lover, the beloved, and the loving are persons. This God is love. Not loves, but is love. And this love it's ours. It's ours. Ours. The person and love of our father, our dad, our pop, who tenderly is with us. The person and the love of Jesus, Savior, Redeemer, and friend, is eternally loving us. And the Holy Spirit, the breath of this love, but one to the other, is eternally breathing on us to be intimately breathed in. This is what needs to happen for us to get him. In fact, it must happen. And it comes as a gift, just to be received. And why must it happen? <laughs> so you'll be saved. Saved. Not just after death, but saved now in your life. God did not come to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Do we get this? That he didn't come to condemn you or me, but to save us? I don't know about you, that's hard for me. <laughs> when I uh, was young, I was in a school, religious school, Catholic school, and I remember uh, a teacher talking about eternity and God's judgment. And he said, God has a big book before him. And our names are in the book. And every time we do something good, there's a gold star placed to our name. And every time we do something bad, there's a black star placed to our name. Anybody remember that? <laughs> and at the end, we come before this book, this judge, and they find our name, 
They count up our gold stars. They count up our black stars. And the judgment is made. Too many black stars. Down you go. So I had to do a lot of work on this in my life. <laughs> and at some level, we all do. Because in some way, we all have a dysfunctional understanding of love, especially divine love. John's gospel is utterly startling in this passage because neither the Son nor the Father acts as judge. Neither of them. The judgment in John's gospel is our response to this love. Our refusal to believe, our refusal to receive it, to let it be. To refuse the gift. So I guess if this is true, what would happen when we die? Well, one way of looking at it would be perhaps when we die, we meet the father of the prodigal son revealed by Jesus, who has been waiting for us for all eternity. And when he sees us, he lights up with joy and begins to run towards us with his arms outstretched to embrace us. And the only question at that moment will be, what do we do? Do we get stiff? Take a step back? or even run away? Or do we wave? Maybe a little distant handshake? <laughs> Maybe a little pat on the back. <laughs> or do we run into his arms? An experience the divine love of God for you and me. And experience that embrace for all eternity. Our response will be determined then on how we respond now. For that embrace is here present to us at this very moment. And in this moment, in the still point of our heart, we can let him embrace us and love us and be prepared for that day. You see, friends, it's like, it's like the blind Bartimaeus in the scripture. He's blind. He's yelling. They bring him to Jesus. Jesus says, well, what do you want me to do for you? Well, Jesus, he's blind. Maybe Jesus didn't see his blindness. Maybe all he saw was Bartimaeus, son. Maybe Jesus doesn't see your blindness or my blindness or our selfishness or our fears and our loathing and our lack of charity. Maybe he doesn't see it. He only sees you and me. And he longs to embrace us.
Friends, today, now, why wait? It's here. Every moment of your existence, you are so loved by the one who is love. Your father, your savior, and the breath of divine love. <clears throat> Friends, for several weeks we've been talking about a theme in the church called go, serve. Well, of course, it makes sense in light of this gospel. Go and give away the love you received. That's what love does. Love doesn't stay. It goes. Or it's not love. You know, in the Bible, love is not a feeling. It's an action on behalf of the good of the other, to will the good of the other. It's an action, I think, that starts here in this church. Just like for many of us, it starts or is formed in family and marriage. I like to use the analogy of a base camp. You know, when people go hiking up big mountains, they have a base camp. So they stay in the base camp and then they go and hike and climb the mountain and do adventurous, dangerous things and get tired and hungry. Then they come back to the base camp. They get nourished and fed. They talk and they bond. So they're strengthened to climb the mountain. That's what a healthy marriage does. It's not something where you're focused in on yourself. No, it's where you're empowered to go forth others. It's what a healthy church does. We love and serve one another in this church community so that ultimately we're empowered to go forth to love the world and proclaim this gospel to a world that is so broken and so far from him that waits for you and I. There's so much at stake here. There's so much at stake. Not just for you, but for so many. At the end of Mass, we say, the Mass has ended. Go forth and love and serve the world. Yeah. Let's do that. We thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, 
and please share our site with others in your circle.